Hey yo, welcome to the Side Guys podcast. I'm Eli, here with Seth. Yes, sir. And Burger. That is me. Burgertron. All right. Uh, I already forgot what I was supposed to do. We gotta show the listeners. Oh, what oh, we oh, thought. oh, oh, yeah. The Would You Rather from would the last you episode. Um, for a quick reminder, it was Would You Rather Fight a Lion? A grizzly bear or a gorilla? Um, I would definitely rather fight a probably a bear because I feel like they're the most. Um, they they're probably around people the most out of the three. Still not a lot, but probably the most. So there's a chance they might leave me alone. Seth, uh, I would fight a grizzly bear because I would stand no chance against a gorilla because they are so incredibly strong. And a lion, yeah, no, I just have the best chance against a, gr- a grizzly bear. That's what I think. You guys are both wrong. First of all, I don't think any of us would stand a chance against any of them. Well, yeah, but I would stand the most chance against a lion. Um, last episode, I c- clarified saying male lion and female lions are usually the ones that do the hunting. Even though male lion would still rip me to shreds, that's the most likely that I could get like my arms around its neck and choke it. Grizzly bears <laughs> are massive and super strong, and there's no possible chance that you guys would be able to. I kill would it. pay to watch you try to strangle. A you're lion. trying to tell me two things that you could fight the king of a jungle and win, and you're saying that a lion's neck is smaller than a grizzly bear's neck, which is absolutely false. Lions are walking on four paws usually. I know grizzly bears sometimes do that but how if the grizzly bear is standing up which it usually does when it fights how are you going to climb up its neck and strangle Listen, it hey, wait, wait, wait. i'm gonna settle this once and for all and then we're gonna move on fair enough when the grizzly bear is up on two legs that is a much weaker stance than four legs lion therefore the most chance of somehow getting in advantageous position because it's on two legs that's so much worse than four legs like a lion Boom. Lions can't climb trees, to my knowledge. They absolutely can. I know different types of cats can, but can male lions? Probably. At least as well as grizzly bears. You could climb a tree. I don't want to get too far into this, but you could just climb a tree and jump down on it. I don't know. With that logic, you could do, you that, do that, that with a, to a bear, and then oh. the height of the bear would be no problem. Oh, yeah. You just rendered your argument useless. I mean, and we, we all agree that no matter what, we would all all three destroyed. of us are dying. <laughs> so, all right, Berg, what's on the menu for today? All right, Eli. <laughs> for the appetizer, we got a news article courtesy of you. Yes. I'll hit you guys with a fun fact, and then I got two interesting questions that I would like us to discuss. Um, that's the main meal. Mm. And then for some dessert, I'm going to hit us with some overrated, underrated donut edition. Ooh. And then a classic Seth and I would you rather. And then at the end of the podcast I'll end off with a question of the day that we answer next episode. Sweet. All right. You know what time it is. It's intro, intro time. time. Life is real great. Feel I'm well on my way to my dreams coming true and I'm getting to do it with you. Why did or we it's call called a ship. <laughs> a ship in the sea. Why like a naval ship. <laughs> 
singing along with the banjo. Grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Cream cheese mints. Sounds awful. It's so bad. Because there you go. No way! Yeah, I'm not kidding Did you. Did Michelle Obama come to your wedding? No, Personally, it was Joe Biden. And we're back, baby. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, Eli. What do it's you have to share with story. us? Let me find the note. Okay. So I, I was looking. I was just looking at interesting stories. There's like this website that's like interestingstories.com or something. I don't know. And they a lot of them were very interesting stories. So this is when I found it happened like in like July or August. <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? I mean, <laughs> what kind of websites are you finding to just find interestingnewsstories.com? Well, I probably I'm pretty sure I looked up. Did you look like, up interesting news stories? Yeah, probably. I probably okay, just looked okay. up news stories, <laughs> and then on, like I slowly found. What's the found, story? Like, What's the story? Okay, so this dude, Michael Packard, he's diving for lobsters in Cape Cod. Like, you know, they like go on the floor and they like. He's got a buddy too. Okay. And as you dive for lobsters, you know they're just doing the normal stuff, and out of nowhere he feels like a huge shove, and then he's completely surrounded by black. And I told you what the topic was about this you can probably guess what happens but you said it was lobsters well they're they're lobster they're diving for lobsters but that's not what happened to him oh. i'm getting there i'm getting there <laughs> so so his buddy's already up top and he's like watching like his air bubbles come up he's supposed to be coming up like in like 40 seconds or a minute and then and then like the air bubbles vanish for like 30 seconds so what happened is this dude got sw- got uh, like a whale came, a humpback whale came and just like swallowed him. It didn't like, it's just like he's in his mouth. He's in a whale's mouth. He just got like gobbled up by it. So his buddy, this is the cool part in my opinion. His buddy's watching the like air bubbles stop coming and I guess he's like freaking out. But like, what's he supposed to do? And then, <laughs> and then he sees <laughs> oh like white burst of water, like, pop up i guess and then th- this dude flies f- fins first <laughs> sails through the air and then lands back in the water again which is like the, the guy said he was like 15 feet in the air and he yeah um the guy who got swallowed was like yeah it didn't like hurt at all or anything i just got like shot out into the air and did he get spit out yeah the whale spit him out like out of the blowhole or his mouth no he didn't out of his mouth yeah i don't think because it's human. Yeah, you can, you can. Uh, I think he would have had to go through the lungs to get out the blowhole, and that probably uh would not have happened. That's how Dory and Marlin got out of the whale in Finding Nemo. So, but the Finding Nemo is definitely not atom anatomically correct. And question, Eli, do you know when diving for lobsters, are you free diving or do you have like a scuba suit? He had a scuba suit. I'm pretty sure, like a air tank. Yeah. So. The next short little bit is about the guy himself, Michael Packard. This is not the first, like, cool thing that's happened to him. He's encountered great white sharks and survived, like, physical encounters with them. He's nearly gotten lost on the ocean, 
and he survived a plane crash that left him stranded in the Costa Rican jungle for days. That's kind of So sick. is this dude like an absolute pimp or is he just <laughs> an idiot? I'm just telling you I'm never going on a vacation with this guy. Yeah, no way. But oh, does I totally he totally would. He goes on adventures. I think he just gets lucky. He's almost died so many times. I don't think that's adventures. That's just almost dying. Makes for a great story, though. Yeah, it does. Until next time when he dies because he fights a lion in the in the <laughs> or he tries in to the African savanna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tries to climb a tree and jump on a lion. I don't know how much mauled. you guys know about scuba diving, but I know there's. I don't know much personally, but I know there's a thing where you can't go up too fast, or else like nitrogen or something will go into your lungs. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't from the air tank. So does that? matter when he was getting shot up by the well, whale i don't know how deep he was and also i'm i think he did have to go to the hospital for like like probably some of, of that yeah like he didn't i'm saying like he didn't get any like cuts or bruises or like things that would happen in other animals if you got swallowed by them like he just kind of you know like broken bones or yeah like, like i'm that. sure he had like a bloody nose and like a super bad headache or like maybe even like a concussion but it was all like intangible injuries, kind of, which is interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. Relating to the topic of marine life, did you know, fun fact of the day, Oh, that dolphins sleep with one eye open in order to know when to come up for air? What? <laughs> they can't now, that, feel that? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense because I can tell you I don't have to have my op- eyes open to know that I need to breathe. Yeah. So a dolphin having one eye open and no one needs to come for air makes zero sense. Please explain this one. It does make a lot of sense because dolphins cannot breathe underwater and they sleep underwater. So therefore, <laughs> it needs to know it sleeps wha- for like, I don't know, 15 minutes at a time and then switches eyes, I think. But it what? doesn't make sense as to why it would have to have its eye open to know yeah. when it needs to breathe. I don't know why you're arguing with me. This is just a fact. Well, I don't no. think this is a fact. It doesn't make any sense. Why Why would they be able to see when they're out of air? No, it's the one eye leads to one half of the brain. Like, you know how... That's like saying so when it closes both of its eyes, his whole brain turns off. That doesn't make any sense. That's like saying if you're underwater and both of your eyes are closed because you're swimming, you wouldn't know that you have to come <laughs> up for air. <laughs> Well, we are also different than dolphins, and it is a fact. True. Um, it's partly to watch for predators, and it also signals when to rise to the surface for a br- fresh breath of air. After approximately two hours, they reverse, resting the active side of the brain and awaking the rested half. I get the predators part. I still don't get why that would have to do anything with coming up for air. Or turning off half of your brain. Well, that, well the, the brain part is just... Sleep is to rest your brain. So because they have to keep one eye open, they have to switch or else half their brain would never get rested. But, I mean, if I close my left eye, it's not like the left half of my brain is resting and the right half isn't. Well, that's because I think you're it not might a be dolphin. If it's you different slept. for every animal. If you could split your brain in half and sleep like they can, then you could do that. But we can't. I think that that's probably um, in the missing ninety-eight percent of our brains of that we have because I don't trust them. It's literally on every website you can look up, and this is why 
um, the breathing part. Dolphins have a voluntary respiratory respiration system, which is why they have to keep part of their brain alert uh. to breathe. Humans, on the other hand, do not. So we breathe automatically when we're unconscious. Imagine Sli- like sleeping, having to think about breathing all the time. Like, <gasps> gotta do it again. <laughs> Actually, they only have to think about breathing every like two hours. No, that's just when they switch. So they're uh, no, that's when no, they breathe. No, because they are underwater, not breathing for the two hours, and then they wake up and go breathe. Well, that was just saying that every two hours they switch which part of their brain is resting. They could go up every like ten minutes to breathe and then come back down and then rest. You know, they could keep the same eye closed within the two hours and then switch eyes. No matter how many times they go for air. Indeed. That's way more efficient. Wait. No, it's the same. I mean, it's not as efficient as just breathing on land. No, it's less efficient. Meaning we're the superior mammal. We already knew that. Yeah, we did. What animal would you guys want to have the powers of? So if you're still human, but you wanted the powers of an eagle, for example, you would have really good vision, which me and Seth already do, and you'd be able to fly. But that's just an example. Hmm. That'd actually be pretty cool. I might take that. Well, there's one obvious answer. A spider? No. I was going to see if you two could stumble upon it. Uh, my question is your obvious answer, a fly? No, although that would answer. be cool. No, it's not a fly. Flies see like eight things at a time, and it's like you're looking through a kaleidoscope, I think. Yeah, that was not my only right answer. A mantis shrimp? No. That's insane. A uh, yeti lobster that lives in the bottom of the Great Canyon no. in the ocean, whatever it's called? Nope. One more guess each. <laughs> what, like, family is it? Uh, That'll give it away. That is a hint there. It is a hint. That was a big hint. Um... <laughs> Think about the most notable animal from every genre. So we've got uh, dolphins, gorillas, lions, peregrine falcons, crocodiles. Wait, what What type of genres are it. you talking about? You said it. I'm sure I did. But I don't know which one. It's it peregrine falcon. Ah. Listen, you get flight, super speed, incredible vision, that's all you can really but get. You're also a bird. No, but you're a human. Yeah, I specified like you have the powers of the animal, but you don't. You're not actually the animal. Then yes, that is absolutely the right answer. Because like, it's the full package. Yeah, if you choose like a dolphin or something, that's only helpful well, you if can you're swim in fast the water. And you can turn off half your brain at once. Yeah, that's still. No, think about this. You're in school. You rest. <laughs> Your eye on your hand during oh class, and you're actually sleeping, but the teacher never knows because your eye is open. I literally, I like sp- stumbled upon this fact seventh grade, and I couldn't stop thinking about that. I'm like, imagine if I could just rest my eye in my hand, and I would technically be sleeping during school. That'd be lit. But only half your brain. Yeah, I only need half my brain for school, and then for the next <laughs> class, I switch. Berg already only ever uses half of his brain. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> You wouldn't want me using 100% of my brain. It'd be too powerful. Like Thanos. 
Is it true that none of us use 100% of our brain? Or is that false? There is varying studies on that, but I believe we do not. But I don't also think it's as low as people say. say. I don't buy it. Yeah, me either. I think we use like 100% of our brains throughout our lives. I think that we use all of our brain, but just different parts do different things. Like some is right. long-term memory and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's actively being used all the time. Yeah. Agreed. And I wouldn't say it's ever 100% because like, you forget stuff all the time, but it's still technically somewhere in your brain. Mm-hmm. So if it was 100%, I think that would be almost annoying to remember every single thing. That you've like learned or seen and stuff. If that's how it works, I'm not really sure. Yeah, quick disclaimer. Uh, the highest level of brain studies any of us have ever taken is Psych, psych 101. <laughs> I took AP Psych, but did I listen? Not particularly. So don't trust <laughs> anything we say. I've never taken a psychology class, and I have no idea how the brain works. So I've taken a psychology class, and I didn't learn anything from it. Anything. I, I actually learned a decent amount, but it wasn't more about the brain itself. It was about like different studies and like Pavlov and right. stuff like that. In conclusion, none of us know anything about the brain. Yeah, we just all don't take this. For we fact. just all think you probably use a hundred percent of your brain throughout your life. We're like ninety. I don't know. Most. I don't even know if it's that high, but I don't. Some people think it's like three percent, and if you unlock a hundred percent, you're like a superhuman. So I don't. I don't really know. I need to dig into that more maybe do some research this week and we can bring it back up next week something yeah, like that maybe we'll see anything to add Seth or Eli nope alright I have a very interesting question for you guys that Good. I've thought about a lot but I want to hear you guys' perspective on this I'm picture ready. this you're stranded this is a classic question stranded on an island that is habitated by plants and animals, but no humans. Mm. You can bring one person, and you have to specify which profession they are, like a doctor or a botanist or something. And it has to be something realistic. You can't be like insane survival Superman. person that knows everything. Um, and three things that are realistic. So not like a yacht. Yeah, not, not like yacht. a plane to get off the island. Stuff, dumb stuff like that. Okay. Um, I think I have my answer. I would take probably some sort of botanist or herbologist or something to, like, like the Martian. I don't know why the Martian keeps coming up, but if I had Matt Damon on the survival island, we could, like, I mean, the dude grew potatoes on Mars. We could we could have enough food to eat. He was also being told what to do by not for the on Earth, I, I don't think for the farming part though. Oh, you're right, because they didn't even know he was still alive when he was farming. Yeah. All right, let's not go back on the anyway. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's such a great movie though. Uh, you're, you're, the three you're items I would bring. You haven't seen it. The three items I would yeah. bring are a um, probably like. Like a machete, uh, a flint, and then maybe 
there's so many things. There's so many things. Like a uh, a tarp, probably. A tarp. That's smart. Should we say you aren't allowed to change your answer after someone else says their answer? Deal. That is a good idea, and you cannot tell me though that I can't also take a machete because yeah. that was the very yeah. first. Yeah. Okay. Thing. Well. Well. Hold on. In that case, use stuff that the other person said. But for example, I know something. I'm gonna say that possibly, possibly Eli would be like, "Oh, that." I'm going done to. That. I'm gonna retract my tarp. Okay. I'm gonna say machete, flint, and like a stainless steel, like pot. Okay. Uh, I already said machete, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to take. This is tough. I'm thinking something for water purification. Um, yeah, that'd be smart. Maybe like a life straw or something. Sure. Um, and then I'm not sure in between like a uh, like a pan or something, or maybe something for shelter but if we're on like a uh, island with vegetation and stuff we could make a shelter yeah you don't fairly really easily the, the tarp or anything so maybe like uh a pot or yeah, i don't know what else i would need those are my three that's good i think my flint pot combo covers the life straw because you can yeah. boil can you boil salt water and then it, well, you can drink it. Can't I'm you boil? Sure you would find like a river or stream on the island. Well, can can you not boil and salt you water? Can't, you can, but it doesn't take out all of the salt. You'd have to do it a lot, I think. Yeah, I mean it'd be an inconvenience for sure, but and you would lose a lot of water in the process. Yeah, but I think the uh, the versatility of the flint yeah. in the pot is worth it to me. And then Seth, your profession person. Uh, and you're trying to tell me that I can't take a native islander with me? There's no one living on the island, so. Well, not someone well, native to that not island, n- but native yeah, to that island. You should actually. Do I'm that. taking a native islander. Yeah, that's from smart. Like, like one of the people that Indonesia or something, you know. Yeah, or someone that's like uh, still lives on an island that doesn't have contact with humans. Cause yeah. They know they, what's up. They would be able to save me. That's good. All right, Berg, blow our minds. <laughs> You've thought a lot about it. I have. Well, you guys, it's not going to be that interesting because I would probably take some sort of knife as well, probably along the lines of a machete or, like, katana or something. That would be cool. Uh, life water <laughs> straw and – or life straw, whatever it's called. And the profession would also probably be, like, a herbologist or someone who knows about edible plants. Um. And then for my third item, the third item was where it gets spicy. I would take really change things up. A sheet of tin, because like tin foil. No, like hard tin. Oh, because okay. I could use it for shelter, and I can cut like circles out of it for cooking food and stuff. You're gonna cut that. You're telling me that you're gonna go on a deserted island with a machete or a katana and cut circles <laughs> out of a sheet of tin. I am indeed saying that. Well, how are you going to do that? Heat it up really hot, and then metal gets bendable when it's really hot, and then cut it with a cut. Malleable. Malleable. Good word. 
you're not going to be able to get a sheet of tin hot enough with your little campfire to be able to cut it with a katana. I'm telling you that right now. That's okay. Fair. What were the Even other if uses I'm not for the tin? Able to shelter is the main main use. Okay. I was thinking you were going to say signaling planes. It's like a roof, and that would be good too, because like it like reflects out the sun. Yeah. And so, with all these things, how long do you guys think you could survive, like, feasibly, realistically? Infinitely. Inevitably, I will live forever until It'd be I awful. die of old age on this island. Yeah. I think, this goes for all of us, we would either die in the first, like, two weeks, or we would live for the till old age. Yeah, I mean, the only way I see myself dying is I choose to. I think with the herbologist, I could easily identify which plants are edible on the island. Plants regrow. It's It can't be that hard to, like, find a plant that I can eat and then just, like, regrow it a bunch. You know? My native islander and I would be living large in a Swiss Family Robinson ooh, style. ooh tree houses i'm coming over to your island uh you aren't invited Ah. and you're stuck on another island we can trade you and your herbologist aren't gonna be able to trade my my, i can build a raft i'd build a hatchet out of wood that i cut from my machete and then slowly cut down a tree and then i dig underground mine some stone and then i get a stone axe can we talk about the logic here as to why you're cutting down trees to build to a raft. Make, no, with your machete to make an axe to cut down more trees instead of just cutting down the trees and with turning the them straight into a raft with your machete. Because the machete is valuable, and I don't want to, I don't want to like dole it because I don't have any way to sharpen it except for my pot. Stones. Stones. Yeah, that's probably true. Actually, when you think about that, one flaw with your native islander assuming they haven't had can't communicate with him that and assuming they haven't had contact with other humans they wouldn't be very smart except for the fact they know like how to live on the island which is the main purpose of this but still uh that's all i need it's not like i'm going to be doing calculus with my native islander on this island they don't need to know how to communicate if we go back to last week's episode where eli was talking about how he wouldn't have to be able to communicate with humans at all. And he was saying he could get the point across to people that they yeah. would understand him. You telling me that I couldn't survive on you an island with some like, guy that doesn't speak English? Hey, I need a makes coconut. zero sense. <laughs> we would point at the coconut and be like, oh, we need that coconut to eat. And then he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I got and you. And then he'd climb up the tree, get the coconut, and then we'd eat supper. I'm not saying Ooh. you wouldn't survive because of that. I'm just saying it wouldn't be like Ideal. as fun yeah. and like... Here's what I think. I think all the things your tin can do, my pot can do. How would it be a roof for your shelter? Little pot? He could put it on his head like Johnny Apples. Well, I was more talking about the plane signaling. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that can do the same, but also the main reason I took the tin is it's somewhat versatile and yeah. it could be used for a roof. Uh if you could cut the tin, what were you gonna use it for? Like a type of pan to put on top of a stack of logs to cook food on. Okay, so you're going to make a pot. You yeah. could still do that with the tin. Imagine, okay, if but it's like, the if it's like decently big, like you could build your shelter under like 
half of it or like three quarters of it and then you have like a fire and then you just use that part of the tin for cooking you just set stuff on top yeah. that would be dope until you burn your house down <sighs> you know what that's a great point i think you could you'd be okay you just keep a bag of sand on hand at all times just i'm just <laughs> saying once you're uh put it out <laughs> Once the leaves in the wood that are supporting your tin roof get dry after your house has been up for a couple months, up to a year, yeah, that stuff's lighting on fire as soon well, as. Uh, also, you don't there. exactly need like a roof. No, which is why tin is a bad idea. But we also established that you can't change what you're bringing. Mm, Berg wasted an item. I disagree. You but think you need a roof? I don't think I need it, but I think the first two weeks are going to be the hardest, and I don't want to spend more time on shelter than I need so I can spend more time on establishing a food source and water source. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're I could just sleep on the sand. Yeah, you're out here saying that, oh, I'm sure you can find a spring out on the island somewhere. I'm sure at that point you could find a cave also. That's easy shelter for the first two weeks while you build the house. Maybe you find some... Iron or diamonds in there or something. Something useful. All right. That <laughs> that was... Hopefully you just don't find a hibernating bear in the cave. Yeah. And it'll be fine. Or, or a lion. But if I do Preferably find... Preferably a bear. <laughs> if I do find hieroglyphics in the cave, my native islander will maybe be able to... Now, hold on. You are... Read them. Dreadfully mixing up culture here. <laughs> hieroglyphics? You think your native islander could read hieroglyphics? No, like cave drawings. Like that caveman drew? Is he a caveman? You can <laughs> read them too. That's a lot it's like, different it's like than hieroglyphics. Sticks hunting. And also, what is that going to tell you? That's just like art at that point. It would warn me about the dangers on the island that they were scared of. <laughs> like woolly mammoths. They killed, what is it, Manfred's de- parents? What are you even talking oh, about? Oh, Ice Age. Ice Age. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was some I thought book you were making you a, read a like reference to another school. stupid movie. <laughs> Cloverfield. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. Ice Age. Prepare for the Ice Age. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to hit you with a couple more segments and wrap it up. I have a quick question. Would you let a friend propose at your wedding? Mm, at the end there's a lot of dance yeah like Uh, there's a lot of controversy out there i've seen videos of people that will throw like whatever the bouquet at their friends and purposely that girl grabs it and then behind her like the guy is proposing and like my opinion is that if the bride and groom of that wedding are completely okay with it then yeah it's totally up to you but overall I'm not a big fan because proposing is usually more of a private event and also yeah. it's kind of somewhat taking away from like the big day of those two special people that are getting married. But I understand just like I don't know, the best friend, your best friend getting proposed to at your wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's if it was like at the dance You know, like, if it was, like, uh, at, because 
the wedding I went to recently. Man, we just keep before, finding these topics <laughs> that we keep coming back to. Before after the cream the cheese, cheese mints. mints. <laughs> uh, after the cream cheese mints. So you like sit down, you like have your meal. This is how the wedding went that I went to. We all sat in the chairs and we were like, yada, yada, yada. They got married. They kissed. We were all like, yay. We went. We sat down at our tables and we ate the meal. And then people like spoke and stuff like best man, the first lady or whatever. <laughs> the fir- no way. Yeah, I'm not kidding Did you. Did Michelle Obama come to your wedding? No. The first lady? It was Jill Biden. Wait. Is her name Jill? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Okay. I forgot her name, so no, I immediately the, uh, went to Michelle. The first bridesmaid. Bri- special. Uh, the, bri- the bridesmaid. What are the other ones called? Wait, they're all the bridesmaid. It's the. Maid of honor. Maid of honor. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So the maid of honor did her speech, and then, and then we had a dance party, in the in the basketball court. It was outside. Right. Yeah. And so at that point, the wedding's pretty much over. Like. Everyone's kind of like leaving and stuff. If you want to propose then, that's hype. Now the party's just getting started then. Well, yeah, the true loyals st- stick around and dance for like ever, just the lives of the party till the wee hours of the night. Yeah, and then and then you propose. So you're for that idea? Well, but you're just saying if it were to happen, that's yeah. Happen. I'm saying that's. I think that's probably fine. I wouldn't necessarily want that at my wedding. Okay, that was more or less the question. Oh. Uh yeah, probably not. Probably not. Unless unless my fiance is like or I guess then my wife is like it's her friend and she's like we like talked about this like since we were like girls and we want to do it. change from a girl. Are you just talking about when they're young. What? When they were young, Berg. I'm saying, like, the, the maid of honor, I they've know, been I'm friends kidding, forever, kidding. and they've always talked about one of them proposing at the other's wedding. Sure. I don't care that much. So you're saying uh, I can't propose at your wedding? I'm saying if it was something that you really, really wanted, you could propose at my wedding. But right. my fiancé would have to be okay with it. You got to go through her first. One of the best things... <laughs> I've seen at a wedding, my cousin's wedding had like a donut board. And I've seen this at a different wedding as well, but it's just a giant board with like, uh, I don't know, sticks poking into the board and donuts hanging off the sticks. And they were incredible donuts. And like, that was just an idea that I honestly might use for my wedding as well. Donuts on sticks? No. Sticks was a bad word for it. So think of like a giant dowels sticking out of the board. Donuts hanging on them. Dowel rods. How do they hang on them? Because donuts have holes in them. There's a hole in the middle of the donut. It's like you're oh, playing a, like a they're ring toss. Like, like there's a me. board on the wall. Yeah, and okay, there's, okay, okay. There's dowels sticking I was out thinking, of it. I was thinking they were going like from the ground to the sky, not from like wall to wall. No. Okay, no. That, yeah, okay, that's cool. The donuts cool, are then. hanging vertically. That's cool. And then you just like. And you just grab one take off. Take it off. Yeah. It's like a toy rack at like stores. You just grab a donut and sure. off you sure. go. Uh, we should pitch this idea to like gas stations mm. for their mm. donuts. Because it is really annoying to have to like get the... No, you still have to like grab like a napkin first, then you just grab it and take it off. It's annoying to have to open the door, like get your... Yeah, it cuts ah. out the door and then pulling out the tray and then using getting the, the one in the back. Yeah, the long uh, john in the back. Like it works for weddings because they don't have to keep the donuts fresh for a long time. 
at gas stations, they have to keep them fresh for longer. I mean, you can still have the door, but it eliminates the reaching in between the shelves, and then it's hard to not touch the donuts in the front when you're trying to get the one in the way back. Yeah, or you know how, like, I've seen gas stations that have, like, open hot dogs. Like, there's no door on those. The roller dogs. Yeah, so you just make that for donuts. Like, however they keep them fresh. Uh, Is it warm in there? It's just because the rollers are hot. Well, right, but, like, how do they keep the donuts fresh? Uh, they're just closed in the doors, so th- the air isn't getting to them. Oh, okay. It's kind of like how you uh, keep your bread in a bag. Yeah. Well, then that wouldn't work. All right, well. On the topic of on donuts. On the topic of donuts. <laughs> I knew it, because you said Classic donuts. transition. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a couple donuts, and I want you guys to give me your opinion, whether they're overrated, underrated, or rated. Mm. I'm going to start off with my personal favorite, the strawberry sprinkles, which I obviously am going to say underrated, but I could hear out cases for rated. Hold on. This is a fine, there's a fine line here. Am I judging off of your use of the word overrated makes me think I'm basing what I say off of what I think the opinion of the general public is. Is that what I'm doing or is it my personal opinion? Um, it's general, it's mostly general public with a hint of bias about your personal opinion. Okay. I would say rated. Yeah, I have no idea what the general public thinks about these, but I mean, it's not like they're underrated. They're, they're, it's an average average donut. donut. Certainly isn't anything special about them. Mm -hmm. I will accept that answer. They're your favorite? They are my favorite. Okay. I, I like to, um, rank things heavily based off nostalgia mm. and i used to get strawberry donuts going to my soccer games when i was a wee little lad so that that plays a big factor but i just love strawberry stuff so yeah good for you you know i sense a trend where me and seth often agree on things and are normally right yeah and then Berg's is <laughs> off on some random planet we're we're on a hot like right in whatever now. Berg is <laughs> lost it's just an opinion seth all right, next donut, right, next donut. Next donut. Chocolate Long Johns. They're solid. Listen, they're, they're rated. They're rated because everyone knows that that's the best donut that there is. Yeah, everyone knows it's solid donut. You can't go wrong with it. Nine out of ten, in my opinion. I, w- I wouldn't say <laughs> that it's like the best donut out there uh, just because it's such a basic donut. Sure, but, uh, that's fair. If you're going to buy, like, donuts for a group or something, you're definitely going to yeah. have at least 50% of them be chocolate donut, so that way everyone is happy. Either a chocolate long john or, like, the just normal. I ones. will agree that they are rated. The one problem I have with them is that when you're getting a dozen of them, dozen donuts, the size, like, the rectangular size messes up the box yeah. of all circular donuts. I mean, that's pretty... That's pretty nitpicky, though. I mean, I'm getting a dozen donuts. I don't really care. Uh, that's very nitpicky, and it also sounds like you've never played Tetris and you don't know how to stack donuts in a box if you can't fit 12 donuts in a box. I'm not the one doing it. It's the person behind the register. We should all work at the same Dunkin' and then stack donuts how we like. My question is, where are you buying your fancy donuts that they stack them in the box for you? Do you not just go to the gas station and buy donuts? No, you no, get, like, go, you to, go Dunkin', to the Dunkin'. You order a dozen, get a dozen. You say, oh, three strawberry sprinkles, two chocolate long john, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I can say I've never done that. Really? 
I mean, I've only done it like three or four times, but I'm still surprised. I think the only place I've ever got in a dozen donuts is like Casey's. Great donuts, by the way. Casey's, I, Casey's is just great. Great gas. Great pizza. Casey's great all the way around. Best thing from Casey's, breakfast pizza. Yeah. I think there's nothing like when you're driving on the interstate and you take an exit and then there's a Casey's right there. You're just like, man, I already feel refreshed, re-energized, ready to get back out on the road. Especially when you, you pull off and they still have the old branding and it just yeah. makes you remember yeah. your childhood. The new branding is it's simpler. It looks like the cornflake. I always think of cornflakes when I see it. It does. Yeah. Like the Kellogg's symbol. Yeah. Like the old one with the white background, the green rooster. I know it's not green, but it's got the white background. So, okay, next donut. Next donut. You guys all saw this coming. The glazed donut. Overrated. Overrated. It's just, it's just so basic, and it's not. It doesn't have like enough flavor. I'd say. I'm changing mine to rated. I think people acknowledge that it is the most basic form of a donut and donuts are good therefore glazed donut is good it's not great it's like a solid like seven out of ten it's a solid for me it's a solid like second or third option and or if someone says buy me a donut and doesn't specify yeah you can usually go with a glazed donut and be fine Mm -hmm. so i say rated it's a good donut but there's not enough flavor, and also you have to think about when you're eating donuts, the donut that gets your hands mm. the messiest True. and the stickiest is the glazed donut because this the like the glaze frosting is all over the donut, whereas on regular donuts and the other flavor, it's just on the top, and so no matter where you hold the glazed donut, you're getting your fingers all sticky. Yeah, you need a sink to get that off. Yeah, I wonder. What I wonder is, is it do normal people eat donuts with, like, a napkin? Because, like, I know I just eat donuts, like, I hold it in my fingers, so that's a problem for me. But I feel like that's something that could have been overlooked. Hey, guys, Eli here. Uh, We had a problem with one of the mics um, in the last 10 minutes of the pod. Um, It just distorted Sethenberg's voice really badly and it was awful to listen to and I couldn't figure out how to remove it so we're just gonna cut it off where it was uh sorry we'll try not to let it happen again but uh yeah we'll see you next week